They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. Talking Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Alo Aaron Lloyd. I'm joined by my best friend, Act Two Fly, Eric Trambicki. How you doing, buddy? I'm back. I'm back. How you doing? I'm doing great. So there's no honorary oost this week. Uh, so as always. Subscribe on all podcast platforms, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, and What a Maneuver on Net for your Matt Madness gear. Also, Ringside Collectibles, use that code MMAN to save 10% off your order. So, um, there's a lot going on. Uh, you went to Dynamite last night. I mean, last week, not last night. Last week. Uh, last week. And uh, you, you had some beautiful company. Hello, Michelle, with you. And uh, how was that for you? Oh, it was awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, this past April 27th was the third Dynamite in Philly. And last minute change of plans, I wasn't able to go. Um, so it was, it was great being in there almost one year after Richie and I went last year, October 6th. So September 28th, me, Cody Lookalike, Craig, <laughs> Michelle, and Richie entered the Leah Quarter Center again. Um, got some pizza at Santucci's beforehand. Several beers, cocktails on the train. It was, it was a perfect Wednesday. It's, it's, it's what I needed. Show was good. The, the crowd was live. They were loud as hell. And uh, it was a good, great first wrestling show for my two guests. And uh, I enjoyed the show. Um, we'll get to that a little later because there's a couple of things I was just like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> What's going on here? I'm not sure how you are because I know you're the, AW, you're the Jacksonville guy. And I'm mm-hmm. the... The New York, Connecticut guy. But we'll get to that oh, a little yeah. later. Um, okay. Um, so, uh, Extreme Rules is this past is this come upcoming Saturday. And it's actually going to be extreme. I'm super excited for that. So, Dad, Papa H, d- did he did me well on that end. And if I get off in time, I just talked about, told you I got off the overtime list at work. If I get off at a decent time, I might pull up. Like, th- like Going I, there Dola? Yeah, I would go Dola. Like, I think this was, like, something I'll – get FOMO about if I didn't go because I'm itchy just thinking about it because I'm actually really excited about it because I think everything's been built really well. Mark. Yeah, I think everything's been built really well despite if you it, despite how you feel about certain guys. I do think everything's been really built real well and it's actually extreme. So like you're going to see different match types throughout the entire night and I'm excited because a lot of these matches, like, of course, we haven't really seen in person before. Like I Have I seen a lot of match in person? I have seen a lot of match in person, but I think only maybe one time. And um, the fight pit, that's brand new. Never seen an quit match in person, but I think this is a stack card. And I'm really. It's funny, now that I think about it, like, I know I've seen a ladder match where they're climbing for a gimmick. But I don't know if I've seen one for a belt line. I feel like I have to, but maybe I have. We have, because um, you were with. Um, we went to New Orleans to uh, Supercard of Honor. Oh, yeah. The, the six, six man. The six man. Good call. Yeah, and um, I know I went when I went to the first NXT Takeover Brooklyn. That was a lot of match with Owens and uh, Balor, but I, I'm definitely excited about this card. I think this card is actually stacked. Uh, you got any thoughts about this card before we I kind of break that it match down? was overseas? That even ran through my head. No, no, no. Well, the first match was when Balor won. The rematch oh, was okay. in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, the, the card looks great. Um, I'll be partying in in Jersey while that's going on. So. <laughs> Enjoy. If I do get there, because uh, tickets, they're not, they're a little out my price, well, they're not out it's my price out. range. Yeah, like, I've, I've seen some decent ticket prices for where I would like to sit, but um, we'll see. 
So we'll see what those prices look like on Saturday. If, they, if they're in my favor, if they're less than one fifty for a decent ticket, then I'll go. But I am looking. But I am looking forward to. It. I am looking forward to it. All right. So maybe I'll, Richie will go too. If he's not going already. But um, I mean, unless he's taking a hooker, but you never know. <laughs> That's a shoot, by the way, guys. <laughs> so uh, I'm not even sure what's going to main event. I have. Why do you think he's not here? <laughs> He told me he might not stay up, but who knows? He might be up all night for all we know. But um, so I don't even know what's going to main event. So I'm not sure where to start, but I think I'm going to start with the SmackDown women's title match. We only have two title matches on this card, surprisingly. It's both women's championships. Which is both women's, wow. Yeah, so I'll start with the SmackDown women's championship. Ronda Rousey's going to challenge Liv Morgan. And I'll let you go first because I have a lot to say about this. So I'll let you go first. Give me some thoughts on what's been going on with those two for you. Um, so I don't watch SmackDown live, but I've, I've been trying to keep, keep up with the storyline. Um, I've actually enjoyed what I've seen of it. I'm a fan of both. However, this is where it gets a little too hokey where it should be a fun match. Extreme rules. I feel like it being an extreme rules match gives Liv the edge on where, how she can actually win. But three wins over Ron is just a little too extreme for me um so my prediction and my want to win is going to be Ronda Rousey taking the the win over Liv yeah so for me I feel like like you just talked about the whole extreme rules stipulation against Ronda so Liv's the one who kind of Liv is the one who challenged Ronda to this match and Ronda kind of laughed her off so she's kind of like not showing her any respect not showing because Ryan is the baddest woman on the Ryan is the baddest woman on the planet, and I, I love that every week like Liv's kind of like she's starting to snap and she's starting to go to another level. Like you, I'm sure you yeah. saw, so she's proven that she's hardcore. So I, I, I'm sure you saw, saw her do the sent time through the table. You saw her, you saw her with uh, the bat that she named Batty. She Yo, on, the, on, bat, on, the bat bouncing outside of the ring into the ring. That was awesome. <laughs> Yeah, so she got so it's like she's trying to show another level. She also had like a back a, a smack a YouTube exclusive clip talking about the match with Ronda, and like she's taking herself to another level. She's trying to take herself seriously. So I know like Liv Morgan, like I love Liv Morgan, but I know that she could be hit or miss sometime. I know when she talks, sometimes she's very brief. Ever since she unfollowed me, it's always been she's been stale. <laughs> you know, you know, you know. I was th- I thought about the other day, so I checked. To see if she still followed you? I really did. I got curious about that one day. It was shortly after I moved in the apartment. She unfollowed right. me. I don't know what it was. Uh, I don't... Damn, we got to get that back. <laughs> but, uh, That's not feel. Yeah, but I'm definitely looking forward to this match. And I think this is actually probably Liv Morgan's best match of her career. Because I'm really looking forward to it. I think they did a really good job telling this story. And the one thing that I kind of want to keep in mind is... Um, they sh- they, the way they book Liv as like this the comeback kid and like this kind of just trying to make her like this resilient baby face. Shayna Baszler has been gone for a while. I don't think we've seen her since Clash of the Castle. So I wonder if Shayna Baszler gets involved here because we all know that Vince is gone and Triple H is going to make book things the easy and the right way, in the simple way. And that combination of Shayna Baszler and Rosalind. Shayna's good. Sorry. That combination of Shayna and Ronda together, we all know that will actually work. And we all know that Shayna, Triple H is going to make Shayna be that badass that she was in NXT. Go ahead. So I was just actually going to go with the prediction. I mean, I still want and hope Ronda wins. But 
I can see Shayna screwing Ronda over. You get Ronda away from the title, and then we all know friends always have the best feuds. These real life friends, you'll get Ronda in a rare feud that doesn't need the title. True, and also on the on the other end, it's just like like those two together, like the baddest women in the company. It'll be like a, a great look, and also like it kind of like gives them another tag team in the tag team division, even though they might not win tag team gold. It's just giving gives them another threat and something to do. And we'll talk sure. about we'll talk about the the possibility of that combination a little later as well. But uh, you said you're going with Ronda as well. Uh, I'm going with Ronda. Yeah, I'm Is going. Your- yeah, I'm going with Ronda because because I definitely don't think Liv's going to beat Ronda three times in a row. And also, I think Liv's will take Ronda to the limit so so Ronda can respect her. But I do expect kind of an involvement from Shayna Baszler because we have said we haven't seen her since Clash of the Castle. Yeah, I mean, she's been shown on social media clips in the back, but you're right, like, the actual product you get. So, uh, wait, at Clash of the Castle, what, what did she do there? They, she challenged Liv, and Liv beat her. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, forgettable. Next up, we'll go to the next women's championship match. is Bailey and Bianca Belair in the first ever singles women's ladder match for the World Women's Championship. You got any thoughts on this one? I love the I love the ladder match aspect to it. I'm a big Bailey fan, uh, which I'm going to give my prediction right away. I mean, over a year, um, over a year built of you know Bailey being hurt, Bailey having a feud with Bianca, Bailey losing the title to Bianca. I would love to see ba- Bailey go over. It would be, I get it, she's the heel, but and I would also love to see that faction, a trio of three girls all holding belts. Sounds dope to me. I know they already did an NXT, but it'll be the first time it happens on the main roster. I'm in. Sign me up. <laughs> uh, my prediction is Bailey. I want Bailey to win, and that's spelled B-A-E-L-E-E. <laughs> yeah, so so with, with this whole thing, um, I kind of want this whole six-woman man, this six woman aspect with, with, these guys, with these women to kind of end. Um, maybe it's just because I'm, I'm not really buying the combination of, of Oscar with Alexa. Team with Bianca, but like I said, we'll talk about that a little later as well. But I do think this has been a good feud, yeah. and I'm looking forward to this match because I, those two have amazing chemistry. I'm not sure if you ever seen their Hell in a Cell match from uh, last year, last year before Bailey got hurt. It was fucking awesome. One of the best. So I'm ma- pretty sure I watched it, but the the when they showed the clip of the KOD with the, on the ladder, I um it. it like, I remember seeing it, so I know I watched it, but it's just one of those things. Again, when you consume so much wrestling, weekend, 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 it, you know, so, a lot of the stuff's hard to always retain. Yeah, but th- that, that match was a, definitely a standout from last year. And remember, Bailey got hurt before her other rematch. I, I believe it was supposed to be an I Quit match um, against Bianca at Money in the Bank, but she Summer. got hurt. Was it Money in the Bank? Yeah, she got, yeah she, got, then she got replaced by Carmella. I was really looking forward to that match. Scott, like I said, these women, they have amazing chemistry together. And I'm not sure. I don't think this is the time to take the belt off Bianca because I think there's still, like, money left on the table with Bianca at this point because, believe it or not, she still hasn't even faced Charlotte. And the rumor the rumor is going around saying that that's a possible WrestleMania match. And we also haven't seen Bianca even face Ronda as well. So I think there's still money on the table. Uh, I do think ba- Bailey did get the short end of the stick a lot because – in 2020, like during those pandemic shows, her and Sasha ran that goddamn show. They carried that show, both shows at that. So, and then that the following WrestleMania, she ended up being the host or 
some or the or the correspondent or whatever she was for WrestleMania in Tampa, and didn't didn't even get on the card. And as I think she got the short end of the stick there, but I think Bianca ends up retaining here, and we get the few things that we haven't gotten with her because I don't think this is, I don't think it's the right time to get the title for her yet because there's still a lot for her to do. And in a world nowadays with wrestling fan with wrestling, it's hard to be a babyface, especially as a woman. And I think Bianca, she she masters, she's mastered it. Like I don't th- she, she's she. I mean, I I feel like she's so good at being a babyface. Mm-hmm. Her heel work's almost forgettable, but she because she's so good. Plus that natural being like, I mean, you could easily play that as a heel, but like her being such a good athlete, it plays mm-hmm. so well for her as a babyface. But I feel like she's been surrounded by whether it be the SmackDown or Raw Women's Title. I feel like it would be great for her to go back on the hunt. And when you're saying all this stuff, like she still needs this to do, this to do, this to do. Like when she won, when she won the rumble, the women's rumble, that was still peak COVID that was locked down in the performance center. We don't need to rush all this stuff. She should drop the strap. And like, she's, she's a two time women's champion ends it. And then go back on the hunt. We could still get this Ronda down the line. We could still get, what Charlotte, whether it be this coming mania or in Philly, I mean, there you don't gotta rush all this stuff. I mean, you think of like she's a two-time champion. You think about all those times that when they, they mention it every time Alexa Bliss comes out, a former five-time champion, girl hasn't held the title in over five years. And I'm glad you brought her up because, like, this whole like women raw women's division, even even though like nowadays like they kind of. The brand split is essentially over. Like, they don't really care at this point. There's only one championship that's not uni- unified yet, and that's the women. Um, so, you talked about Alexa. They keep talking about Alexa. So, at some point, I think Alexa's going to turn. Because... Every- I, thought she, I thought she was going to turn in the backstage on Monday. Yeah, so, like I said, we'll, I keep saying this, but we're going to get to that a little later. But I think Alexa's going to actually turn and end up possibly joining damage control or for the da- joining damage control for the War Games match. So, because they keep talking about how Alexa hasn't been won a single title in years and how she hasn't been herself and all this stuff. So, I'm kind of waiting on to see what's, what's going to happen with, on that end. And the stuff, and also, like, with the women's division, it's like, you still got, I talked about Charlotte. Charlotte's still in, in, in her, on her honeymoon, um, enjoying her, her um, as a newlywed. Um, shout out to Manny, by the way. Uh, there was a little brawl in Dynamite tonight. <laughs> We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope he knocks Sammy fuck the fuck out. Um, yeah, and then also Becky. Becky was out with the with the shoulder injury. So it's like, when are we going to see Becky again? So it's like this women's division is actually really starting to heat up. And we got the return of Candice LeRae last week. And hopefully Triple H brings up Indy Hartwell, which I think he will. And like I said, again, well, I'm going to get to that a little bit later as well. So who you go? You say you go, you're, pick, you're going with Bailey to win the title. Bailey, right? for sure. Okay, I'm going to go with Bianca to retain. And plus, is it happening in the heel city? Give that good heel pop. <laughs> Did you see that that uh the picture I sent you with the little the kid holding the little Bailey sign? Yeah, yeah, that was um, good. Amazing, <laughs> so good. Another match I'm looking forward to: the I Quit match, Edge and Finn Balor. Now, I don't think I've straight up asked you this question. Do you like Judgment Day? Uh, more and more every week. Okay, because for me. I'm like, Adding I like down to it was the perfect twist. Yeah, like, I like that. I like them as individuals. The group is like hit or miss for me. The group is why I watch Raw. Yeah, so like, 
I, I could give it, the the group Bobby Lashley, Bailey's tail. That's all I'm watching. Roll <laughs> like, I love Rhea Ripley kind of being like the leader of the group because she seems like the leader of the group to me. And like she's always she's always in the forefront, especially with this whole new Dom aspect of her kind of like whispering Dom's ear. And the memes from that are incredible, <laughs> and and I really enjoyed that. But like as far as them as a group, it's hit or miss with me every week. But I don't hate them. I'll put it that way. And we have a, the I Quit match with him and Edge. I'm looking forward to this match a lot. I really am. And it's rough for Bayface to always say I quit. But who do you think wins in this situation? I quit match. I mean, it's one of those things that we were talking about, like with the SmackDown Women's title match. You get these, you know, you get the stipulation, no DQ. But Judgment Day has three additional members. For all intents and purposes, Balor should win. I'm pretty sure Edge just beat Damian Priest. I mean, the thing I'm excited for about this match, which is why I was excited for the match with Edge and Damian Priest, which is I love that they gave that to us on Raw. But, like, we saw Edge and Orton, like, six times. We were seeing Edge in all these matches that we've seen him in. I, I can appreciate as a part-timer we got him in a tag match here or there with, with Ray. But him on a one-on-one I quit match with Balor, I'm all in. I think this this has all intensive purposes of being the match of the night. I, I would think it should finish the show. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I want Balor to win, and I hope Balor wins. Uh, no, I want Balor to win, and I predict he wins. So... The thing about this match, because well, this whole feud, I am not. I've been I've been vocal about this for years. I'm not a fan of Rey Mysterio being in like dramatic talking storylines. I'm just not. Um, so I do think Balor's going to win, but I do think it's going to take like for them to kind of like torture Rey or something in order for them to get Edge to say I quit. I really do. And then the thing with Edge, Edge, he keeps having all these... You don't think they'll do the Mick Foley and have a pre-recorded... No. I'm saying I quit? No, because like, that's always like the popular thing to go to in these matches, to get a baby face to lose. And it's, cause it's like two things. It's either that, which I never do, or or, or, the, the, baby face, or the baby face putting his pride aside to help somebody else. And I always go reflect back to that time when Triple H and The Rock on an episode of Raw, they had an I quit match. And... Triple H is about to win the title, but the pedigree to rock through the announce table. But then, this is when the corporation was around. Kane had China in a, up in a chokeslam position, and Triple H quit to save China. So it's kind of, that's like the ways you get a babyface to actually say I quit. Or, so I, or J- Jay quitting to help Jimmy. Yes. So yeah. So I think that's the way to go, and that's the only way to get. Go ahead. No, nah, I was just three to one. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think that's the only way to go in order to get Edge to actually lose. And like I said, with Edge, he has all these triumphant returns at least once a month. And I kind of want him to just move away from the Judgment Day. Same thing with Ray as well, but we yeah. know the Ray thing's going to continue. Put his goofy ass on SmackDown. And we know the whole... In a month or two, well, not even. I think after this, you know, you were saying the brand split's over. It's about to come back. <laughs> Why, what makes you say that? They're gonna have they're gonna have Raw versus SmackDown for Survivor Series. Oh, that's no more. How you know? Triple H said it. Oh, he said he said. It? Yeah, he verbally said it. There's no more Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, well, 
I still think it will go to a split. I still think this whole there's no world champion on either show. I mean, I can't see how that works out. I think it's going to make sense to split the titles at some point. Yeah, because Triple H, I, I believe, was it with Ariel Hawani in that interview? I don't remember which one, but he did, not that one. It was some another one. He said that specifically that there'll be a men's and women's war games match at Summer, at Survivor Series. And they'll and it's not going to be Raw versus SmackDown. Because like, mm. this okay. brand split is basically done at this point. You don't got, like some, like you can have guys specific to SmackDown, but everybody's at this point. The, the key players at this point are just hopping back and forth at, at this point. Now we also now we also have the fight pit match with Riddle and Seth Rollins. I'm really looking forward to this, and we haven't talked about this, but we have like the QR code situation, the White Rabbit hanging over this entire show, because we we all it's safe to assume that it's Bray Wyatt, and if it's not Bray Wyatt, then I don't know what the hell they're going to pull out. Do you their think hat. it's coming into play in this match? I would have to think so. I really would because. Um, Bray Wyatt, he had issues with Seth Rollins in the past, and well, Randy Orton is gone, and I can see Bray Wyatt having a thing with Matt Riddle at this to, for his first feud back. I can see that that makes sense because of the connection to Randy. But like, th- th- like I, I kind of think like you kind of would have to, if not here, I believe Raw is on Halloween this year. You have him return on Halloween possibly, but. That QR code with the white rabbit thing is, is keeps tending, it keeps heating up, and at this point it's just like okay, it's definitely. I would think Extreme Rules. I mean, uh, Halloween Raw is going to take a hit because kids are going to be trick or treating. Yeah, it's going to be with them. Yeah, but you also know that they just kind of want to like give you the idea to pop that rating, and also like I'm sure you've seen the the people like zooming into the Extreme Rules match 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 screen, and you can see the lantern. So it's like they're kind of like throwing out clues or whatever that the fiend could be returning at extreme rules and that i think that's i think that might be the best bet for me and the, the attack and riddle makes sense and I, it would make sense with i'll dive right in my prediction is going to be uh rounds is going to win rounds is going to win i i mean he, he's booked in a united states championship match the next night so i was like right when i saw that i was like okay he's got to go over it's when he's going to get his ass beat in a cage and then go and challenge for a title the next day so I thought the opposite because, like, because once he's done with that, he's on to Lash. He's on, he's on a deal with Lashley. So, and at this point, Rollins is basically he has gotten so many losses. I mean, I could see your take. He's gotten so many losses, and then let's see him go over Lashley the next day because I think he's gonna go over on Lashley. Yeah, I do. I do too. I really do. And like, and like we talked about, like, I told that we, I, I brought this up a few um, couple of months ago where I asked who was like the MVP of wrestling or something like that. And my answer was Seth Rollins because this man's been excellent and because in the world of wrestling has been an infirmary all year. You finally get started to get guys back from injury and not not, not quite suspensions, but injury. Um, but Rollins, he's been the constant the entire year and for, for WWE mainly. And he deserves to win a feud because he hasn't won a feud in God knows how long because he's feuded with Cody all year. And... And in some cases, he was booked to look like shit because you lost to a dude with a broken freaking peck. <laughs> but he's bulletproof, you know. Like he's that heel that's just that's just bulletproof at this point. But I do think he's going to be Lashley on Raw Monday night to win the U.S. title. But um, yeah, because as much as I, I just mentioned, a big part of why I tune in to uh, Raw is Lashley and his storylines. But um, 
unfortunately, if Roman's not on these shows constantly, they got to make these Intercontinental and United States titles mean something more. Rounds is a bigger name than Lashley. He's a bigger WWE name. Uh, you know, he's been out there grinding on the main roster for a decade. I, you know, and his only U.S. title reign was six plus years ago, and it was lackluster and short. This one's going to matter a lot more. So I definitely can see him going over on Monday. And also, we have Dan- Daniel Cormier as the referee. I'm not sure if that moves the needle for you at all, but I'm interested to see. It's cool. It's a cool. It's a cool little asterisk for it. Um, I don't really like that I could tell the, uh, the video package for like when he came in. You could tell that was pre-recorded. Of course, it was like it was like he was announcing that he's gonna be the guest referee when it was already announced. Yeah. So the verbiage on that I didn't like. Yeah, yeah. So you have to assume that he'll get physical in some form in this match. What, what, um, of course. Well, it's kind of hard because I I know he's like he's a Rollins fan, and then he in that video. On Raw, he talked about how him and Middle Riddle go back from from the MMA days. So it's interesting, but I do think he'll get physical in some form at Extreme Rules. So I'm gonna go with Roll- I'm gonna go with Matt Riddle because I think Rollins is bulletproof, and I do think he's gonna win the U.S. title, and and that might erase everything. Yeah, I mean, I'm still I I could see kind of like even if your prediction is right about Bray, I can see Riddle winning, and then while, during his celebration, Bray striking then that will make more sense, but. Um... I guess I think it would be cool to see uh, Rollins win. And you know what? I'm I'm going to change it. I want Rollins because I like Rollins more. I want him to win. But I see Riddle getting the win just because he's been getting these personal jabs, murdering <laughs> him. So I feel like he needs to get a little more comeuppings. And it's going to be like, yo, if you're going to be obliterating me on TV, I better be getting this win. We also we've, we have the strap match with Drew McIntyre and Karrion Cross. Now, I am no fan of strap matches. I can name good ones. Well, well, matches where you're connected. I can name good ones, but I can name a ton of bad ones. But Triple H has the book, and Triple H is was a part of two of the good ones I can name. You talking about the chain match? It's a chain match with Kane and the strap match with the Rocket Full Load ninety nine. Crazy. And then the You're bull such a mark. I am. And then the bull rope match with Eddie and JBL at Judgment Day 04. Those yeah, are the ones. You gonna do Brody and Cody like this? You're, I sure. You're, I sure am. Um, <laughs> but that match wasn't good. It was better I, than the Rock versus Triple H. In '99, I don't know. Different time. I don't even remember the Brody match. It's you don't even remember the Rock match. You just oh, I, I do remember that. About it from when you're nine years old. No, I remember that match. We reviewed that whole show. I remember the match. So um, we reviewed it six years ago. You were crazy biased. No, too. I I do my best not to do that. Uh, but I honestly do not remember the Cody and Brody Lee strap match. I really don't. Well, you didn't watch it. I watched it. I just don't remember it. Most of Co- most of COVID stuff is a, is a blur at this point. I, I think a lot of us can agree with that. Um, so I have high expectations for the match. I think Drew McIntyre is awesome. I think Karen Cross is great. Um, these, what do you think? Um, I think it'll probably be a good match. I just, unfortunately, just feel like I just don't care. Um, it's one of those things, like, I feel like, now I know Logan Paul's got his title match, but I feel like they should be, and I know Karrion Cross has had maybe one match since he's been back. He's but only like, I feel one. like this match, 
I feel like this should be setting up a number one contenders match. Like, I feel like they're just going to go out there, beat the crap out of each other. And it's like, there's no stakes and carrying across second match. He ain't losing. So my prediction is going to be carrying cross is going to win. I also like carrying cross. So I, I, that's who I want to win, but I also feel bad because Drew should have won in Wales. And now he's about to take another pay-per-view loss again. So I, I mean, I'll probably check it out just to, you know, hope that they whoop each other. But it's just one of those things. I feel like the conclusion is already determined. And it's just like one of those things. All right, where are they going next? And that's the thing. Because like you just said, the fact that McIntyre lost in Wales and Karen Cross has only only had really one match. That was a squash match. So, And in WWE, he's only lost. To Samoa Joe and Jeff Hardy, who doesn't matter anymore. Remember that that guy was bald. This guy has hair, um, so I don't know. Like, like Joe had hair when he beat him. No, I'm talking about Cross. Cross was bald. Oh, oh uh, crazy. Two different guys. So I'm not sure. Like you said I'm not sure. You brought up, you brought up a lot of things that I was thinking as well because it's like, where does McIntyre go from here? And Karen Cross only has he's only had one match. Who did he kill? Gulak? It was Gulak, yeah. He killed Gulak. And it's like he kind of needs something to do. And then he appears every now... He appears on every show. But, like, McIntyre just forgot about Roman and the guys. So, it's it's, it's a lot going on in a lot of ways that I can actually turn. But I, I'm i going to go with Karrion Cross because I think it's because he doesn't have any matches under his belt, really. So, I think Karrion Cross is actually going to win... And um, that fire, the, the flash paper thing, we, we have to get that out of wrestling. I'm not sure if you saw that a couple weeks ago on SmackDown. I've I seen the clip. Uh, it was better executed than most, but still not good. But, I can't wait to his elite with hair. Me neither. Uh, I, I had to dig his last one out of my stash. Um, I didn't know you had it. Yeah, I had the first one. And then he got fired. We'll, get, like, we'll get to that. I'll talk to, about that in a minute. Yeah, all right. So go, go, you're going with Karen Cross. And the last match is the, what is this? Actually, called the six man tag with the brutes, the brawling brutes, and oh, Imperium. The uh, the good old fashioned Donnie Brook match. Well, I guess the one exciting thing is you know, we're seeing Imperium with Gunther as the IC champion versus the what do they call them? The, the brawling brooks, brooks, Bru- brawling brutes, yeah, Seamus. Sprawling Brutes, Sheamus might be intercontinental champion by then because he's challenging Gunther on Friday. Which I'm looking forward to. I uh, I don't know. I'm gonna be out and about. I might even check my phone just to see. I, I really I'm pulling for Sheamus on this. As I was talking about, Sheamus is a more known name. 15 years on the main roster, probably more. You would know better than me. But former WWE champion has done it all. Deserves to be a Grand Slam winner more than anybody in the company. And put the IC on him put the U.S. on Seth Rollins, you got two borderline household names. And that's, you know, that that's what they need to do. Sheamus deserves this. He, he's, you know, really getting his flowers right now. The, the, I, match, the, the match run Extreme Rules, I could give two shits. I don't, I don't care who wins. I don't have no prediction. Well, that match is going to be awesome, by the way. Um, that's the six six-man tag? Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I already know because those guys – the match, you don't even know what it is or how. It I, is. I forgot that no, because awesome. oh yeah, because it's a tornado style match, and I could just couldn't, I just couldn't remember the name. I knew it was something funky, but 
I'm looking forward to that match and the match on SmackDown. But I do think Gunther's going to retain the title because I think like a real money match for the IC title. We just talked about where is Drew going to go. I think Drew could end up facing Gunther potentially, and I think that I think that would be a really good feud, especially with the whole involvement of Imperium. So I'm gonna go with the brawl. I'm gonna go with um, Imperium to win that six man tag team match at Extreme Rules on Saturday night. So uh, we talked about Survivor Series, and there'll be a men's War Games match and a women's War Games match. So, and it's no more Raw versus SmackDown. So for a women's match, I kept talking about this. It's strange because if you do a team of four versus four, or NXT, they did three teams of three before. So it's kind of hard to kind of book it. So I would, I prefer two two teams of four. So the way I think this is going, I think Alexa is going to end up. I turn- think NXT only did that of team three teams one time. Yeah, they, they did do it one time. They did. So. I do think Alex is going to turn on Bianca and Asuka. I do think that's going to happen. And we also seen Candice LeRae inter- interacting with um, Be- uh, Bianca, Asuka, and Alexa as well since she's returned the last two weeks. Uh, and she's also had a match with Dakota Kai this past week on so overall and lost. So I do think that it's going to be Damage Control and Alexa Bliss against Bianca, Asuka, Candice LeRae, and I think Triple H, he's not going to do a Vince thing and just make up some tag team. I do think he's going to end up bringing up Indy Hartwell. And, and also, another thing that I thought about, um, Survivor Series is in Boston. So, there's always the, the lingering thing of Sasha Banks, but that whole thing has cooled down drastically in the last couple months with, with, her not show, with her Naomi not showing up them all over New York Fashion Week and doing all these other, having their hands in all these other things. And I, I know they're like, I, I believe they're booked for Comic-Con this weekend. And I, I know I, I saw their names for a few other things and throughout the rest the of the GR year. GR stick out. <laughs> so I, I know I saw that, but I do think that's going to end up being the match, the War Games match. And also I thought about, I talked about Ronda and, um, and uh, Shayna Baszler, maybe that, if you do a team of three, that could, they could find one more person, maybe Sonya Deville, and that could be a team of three. And then also, like, if you get Becky back in time, if you get Charlotte back in time, like, there could be a lot of star power in that match. But based off of what we have now and what we know, I think the match is going to end up being Bianca, Asuka, Candice, and Indy against Damage Control and Alexa. What do you think for women's? I don't know. Now that I know it's not Raw versus SmackDown, the women. Your match sounds like a good idea. I really have no idea on which way they would go about it. So as far now, when it comes to the men's, this is actually fun. Now, I know you kind of like hinted on, talked about this a little bit in the group text. So, Sami Zayn and uh, the Bloodline segment, like, it's not when they destroy him. I, I don't want to put it higher than the Festival of Friendship, like. Like how sad we were on this show, but it's gonna be damn near close. <laughs> it will, and I think the build potentially is gonna be longer. I don't think that's happening around Survivor Series. I'm gonna take this and run first. My men's dream four on four, uh, which you could argue that it is Raw versus SmackDown, but I was already thinking this in my head. I would love. The bloodline, they don't need Roman because they're not going to have nothing to do with the title and he don't work that often anymore. You'll have the Usos and Solo and Sammy versus the Judgment Day 
and AJ Styles. What a mark. Never knew you had this a mark for the judgment day like that. So I have well, of course the only good thing they're doing besides the bloodline. Of course. Uh, stop it. Um so I do have the bloodline, but Roman's wrestling. The Danny Brook match. Why don't you just put the Danny Brook match in your War Games prediction? Just now, put those six guys in there. And just now, that, you know, that's going to be phenomenal. It would be phenomenal. Uh, I'm a fan of all those guys. And you name all the guys in Imperium? Huh? Their, their new names, I could not fucking tell you. Well, it's Gunther, Ludwig Kaiser, and Giovanni Da Vinci. Some shit like that is fucking horrible. He's Fabian. Mark. He's Fabian Eichner to me because that's his. That's his name. That's who he is. You didn't call. You didn't call uh, Gunther Walter. So you'll be switching up in a couple weeks. I'm. I'm just, I've, I've gotten so used to Gunther at this point. It's still Walter though. Um, so I do have the bloodline, but I do think they're going to turn on Sammy before Survivor Series. So I have Roman wrestling because it's a big. It's a big four pay per view. So Roman is wrestling. That's. Under, I don't think I, I don't think that's debatable because it's Survivor Series. So I have Roman, Sokoa, and the Usos. And I think they're going to face Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn, and if they can't, if he's ready, Cody. What a freaking mark. All right, where's your second idea on who's going to be? Because he's not going to be ready. I was going to say Johnny Gargano because they've been teaming up. Oh, jeez. Because he's been teaming up with Owens. NXT versus the Bloodline. That, 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 was, that, was, my, that was my idea. And speaking of Roman Reigns, he... Uh, you might as well bring up the Yellow Ropes. Who? They might as well bring up the Yellow Ropes. This is the NXT match. Might, might as well. Might as well. Do it at full sale, too. So, speaking of Roman Reigns, he's going to defend his undisputed championship against Logan Paul. And this kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with uh, Chris Jericho as ROH champion for me. But um, I'll let you take, I'll let you, I'll let you take, give your opinion first. Because mine kind of like go hand-in-hand. Hand. Logan Paul is signed to a multi-match deal per year. And he's getting paid a buttload of money. In Saudi Arabia, they won't boo him like they boo him in the States. But you're giving anyone their third wrestling match ever a shot at the world title, a guy that defends it a handful of times throughout the year. I mean, I'm not watching it. I don't, you, I, we don't watch the Saudi shows. I mean, you do. I, I've done a, I've done a 180 on the Saudi shows. Oh, uh, no. You, that's your favorite. It's what you look for. It's now part of your big four. You kicked out. <laughs> Or now you call it your big five. Just like replace King of the Ring from the nineties for you. Nah. Um, so <laughs> do you watch Drink Champs? Yeah. Okay. So you'll okay. So uh, of course, like the, the most popular one in the last couple months is the um, the Irv, the Ja Rule and Irv Gotti episode. Um, that was your most popular one. I said I said that, but the most recent most popular one, which got all uh, the buzz. So Ja Rule had, and, and so in that interview, Ja Rule was talking about his, his acting career and over, and they talked about how how they love him overseas. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I'm not checking for Ja Rule in the U.S., but as he said, overseas got money too. So Triple H, he ain't stupid. If 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 that if they love that shit over there, you sell that shit. Um, 
Fuck the fans. Like, you're going to watch no matter what. They ain't paying you the billion-something dollars that what's-the-name is showing. What, what's-the-name is paying you. And Logan Paul has a following as well, and it's probably big over there as well. So business is business. Like, I understand, I, I understand, like, the Internet people, oh, my God, the prestige of the world title to this guy. This, this guy's only had three matches. Two of his, ma- his first two matches were awesome. They really were. He, he had excellent performances in those matches. And it's still business. And that goes hand-in-hand hand with what I said about Chris Jericho, the old show, by the way. Um, Don't act like you know. As, as ROA's champion. It's business. <laughs> you, you got people legit upset talking about the history and all this other stuff. First of all, Tony Khan, this ROH thing, it's fucking terrible. It, it really is. And he's talking about, like, people talking about this lineage. I'm like, dude, like, this is a fucking business. Like, you, like, like there are other, like, so you have to do certain things to secure certain, to, to secure stuff. And for a TV deal, you kind of need Chris Jericho to be your ROH champion to sell this to somebody. Like you're not going to sit there and try to sell Claudio Casanoli as the always champion to like your TV guy, your, the TV guy. Don't say it's terrible. You're making it make sense then. Huh? No, I'm you're making, making it, make, it make sense. Oh, I'm not saying it's terrible. I understand business. You know, I'm business one on one. I can give a damn. I see what you're doing. I know what it is. Cause um, did you see that article about um before he when he I'm not, I'm not even sure you still had the show, but when Road Dog he had an he talked about how Brock refused to work with Jinder Mahal. And how Road Dog he pleaded with Vince to not put the title on gender, and like we did talk- not see that. Okay. Did he talk about that on his pod? Yeah, he did. It, it, I, I, re- I read the article, but like Road Dog, I find which episode? Because I just started. I, I got a bunch of those I haven't listened to. His host is the worst. I don't know if we talked about that recently. Not we not his. About, we talked about, talked Nash, about Nash and Nash and Mahard. Road Dogs is worse. Okay, damn. I can't. This is worse. Can't listen to it then. But yeah, we talked like we Road Dogs had the same things. On his on from what I read, he said the same things about that as we did on the show because Vince had that India deal in place at the time in 2017 when Jinder was the champion and Rodo was just like, look, this could go good, it could go be, it could be bad, but we had this India deal going on. I'm not sure what Vince's prerogative is. I think he's trying to push this, but I pleaded with him. But at the end of the day, he's gonna do what he has to do, and at the end of the day, it's still a business, and you gotta and you still and you, and you have to um, take risks sometimes. If it hits, it hits. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So whatever gender stuff did, it did whatever. I'm not sure what the numbers did for as far as the India acknowledgement. I'm not sure what that did. But Chris Jericho, if you try and get a TV show, you got to sh- try to sell that shit. And Chris Jericho is the one that's going to sell that shit. Point, point blank, period. So I'm not so mad about it. And speaking of Chris Jericho, fucking love the old show because Dodgeball is one of my favorite fucking movies. And the Purple Cobra suits, fucking excellent. It, <laughs> Excellent. And that's where I'm going to stop. Because I don't know what that stuff was on Dynamite last week. That promo, Anna, as fine as Anna Jay was, she can't, she couldn't, she can't the, fix that shit. Because that was the awful. Thing that, <laughs> the thing that sucks about the purple suits, it was Jake Hager's idea, but he wasn't there really? because of Florida travel issues. Really? Like, I pop for the suits, loved it. I just want, I'm not, if I miss it, I wish it did the little Cobra, the little Cobra strut. But loved it. But that's all I could say about it. Because I'm like, what is this? But I do love Jericho's whole deal of trying to kill ROH. I do love that. Yeah. I mean, after his match. Um, Bandito. Against, his match against Bandito. Was, I didn't watch it, but I heard it was good. I heard it, that was, it was good. amazing. And Jericho, if you, I don't know if you saw his Instagram post. He said, it, he's like, he literally, he said he's never watched a match he was in until Tuesday night. 
he said he spent hours watching him on YouTube to try to figure out what to do with the guy. And then he said, he's like, we had the match we did, and that's one of my favorite matches of all time. It'll mm-hmm. His fifth, sixth, or whatever book, it, he's going to do a chapter about that. That match was crazy. Mind you, I had two non-wrestling fans with me, and they were like, that's the one. That's what matters <laughs> the most. Yeah, so I don't have a problem with that at all. Like I said, the Dodgeball reference is fantastic. Um, yeah, and then him, him clocking the ring announcer after, it was great. I saw it coming because like, I know Jericho, and he's like, uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna redo this. I'm gonna destroy this a Ring of Honor. I'm like, wait, he's got. It's a rare time you got a Ring of Honor, like a Ring of Honor. Like they're, when they do Ring of Honor championship matches, they they change, they they throw Ian Rickabon. He's on commentary. They they change the ring announcer. They they do different things, and, and it's great. But he's in there. I'm like, I know he's gonna drop him. Boom, hits him with the Judas effect. I'm here for it. It's gonna be a fun storyline for a couple weeks, if not a month or two, of him just. You know, crapping on Ring of Honor. Yeah, two and, weeks. Two weeks from now, maybe it's next week. Maybe it's next week. I think it's two weeks, but if it's not, it, it's either this coming week or it's the one after. He's defending the title against Brian Danielson, and I'd anticipate him to go over. I feel like they can drag, drag this out longer, but uh, who knows? Yeah, it's going to be Danny Garcia. I think that beats him. But it's just like they so. It'd be a good rub. I could definitely see that. That's def- that's that's one that you know people are highly predicting. But, but I just I you know let's give it the slow burn. It's yeah, it's gonna be a slow burn. But it's just like it's, there's too much going on. Too many belts. I know I know they're pretty. I know there's a nice to look up. It's too much going on. Nothing. nothing yeah, well, go ahead. So, but again, it's it's the invasion angle essentially, but with them not being against each other. Once Ring of Honor has its own deal and it has their own show. They can put all their belts over there. I agree. The biggest belt mark in the world. It, there is too many belts. But when AEW can have their three hours of weekly TV and have just their belts there, they don't need any more. They'll be completely fine. Two women's title, uh, a lower mid-card, a mid-card, and a men's heavyweight with the trio's titles. It's a lot of belts, but I think that'll be completely fine. But when you got mixed in there, Ring of Honor's world title, Ring of Honor's two yeah. big card titles, they're tagging their trios, plus their women, that's another six. Yeah, it's way too much. The, uh, Mar- Martinez, we haven't seen her no. with her, world t- with her women's that. title. Glad and you said then that. we've only saw the Ring of Honor six-man t- uh, titles. we only seen them one time. They were literally, I don't think, I forget the, the faction's name. I don't know if you know them. Dalton Castle were, and the boys? Not them, but who they dethroned. Oh, no clue. Honestly, I just don't think those guys wanted to work with Tony. Or maybe maybe Tony didn't want them as far as Ring of Honor. I don't really know what was going on. But I think basically Don Castle is kind of like that Ring of Honor flagship guy. And who knows, Tony, the boys, you don't even know their names. Tony's probably paying them pennies say, hey, look, I'm going to give you guys the championships. Go do indie bookings and don't lose. <laughs> yeah, because like we talked about this um, with Richie when last episode that uh, he was here, but like I said, th- it, there's too much going on, and hopefully Ring of Honor gets a TV deal. Hopefully, because how long is he on? No, it's just been this year. It hasn't been longer than it was probably around what around May that he bought that Ring he of bought Honor. It? Yeah, May, April, May that he bought it. But like, like ho- April at the farthest farthest back. Now keep in mind, he he announced AEW in January, and it wasn't on TV till September. Yeah, but we already oh, knew October, that October, October. So. Him buying it, you know, it took ten months to get like the TV deal and everything up and running. Yeah. So, but wasn't that like 
But wasn't that like deal done when they announced at the press no. conference? They I, there was a bad there was a bad excerpt recently, and I I think like the whole time the first like two years of it, they always talked about how we don't know if there's a TV yet. There's uh, there's talks about it. Talks about it. There's some excerpt that just went around where I think Jericho said something about, oh, I signed on it because I knew there was a TV deal. But for years, everyone said they didn't know. So I'm going off what everyone said for two years. Now that there's all this turmoil going on, I think they might be trying to re – I'm the biggest AEW fan. I think they might be trying to you know, rewrite the story and say, oh, we had it from day one just to kind of make everything sound better. The, the whole – you know going several months without a deal and working to get it and doing the um, double or nothing doing the two free shows and then in between the free shows fight for the fallen and fighter fest getting the deal around there and then having all out and then the fallout of all out here comes dynamite yeah because i don't because i'm with jericho on that um there was a deal in place of jericho signed I'm on, I'm on that boat because I don't think he's putting his name to that if there's no TV, especially like for those guys like Cody at the time and the Bucks and Kenny to put their ne- put the, kind of put their necks out there with Tony Khan. Yeah, they, I, they, I think if you do, I think if you read anything, I think you'll see that there was not a deal from day one. Okay, okay. Um, what else did I? Oh, also uh, at Grand Slam we had the return of Soraya, which I was really happy to see. I really was. I was really happy to see her. She had a great pop. She looked great. And then last week happened, but I'll let that go. With, um, but that segment was terrible until Britt Baker saved it for the most part. And I did see she actually got physical this week. So Yeah, on Dynamite, well, Britt, uh, Britt cut a promo tonight where a backstage promo, pre-recorded one, where she said, you know, um, hey, look, she's – Soraya's not even clear, so we can go back and call him this my house. And then after the six-man tag, uh, she got up in Paige's face, and then Paige started throwing hands. So this is official. We're going to see that girl in the ring. Yeah, because before I saw that, I was going to ask, like, well, not ask, but I was going to say that Britt versus Soraya could be, like, a nice slow build. Because, like, you don't got to have Soraya wrestle right away. Or gives physical right away. Let it be kind of like be a shock, kind of like sure. it's like it's like I'm, I'm not comparing apple to ap- apples to apples, but you'll see where I'm going here. But like kind of like Shawn Michaels coming back against Triple H, like you thought you never yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. So I, I thought that would be real nice, but she got she got physical in there with Britt Baker. They they threw some shots at each other. So I'm like, so I'm excited to actually see that because I do think that's going to be really fun. Cause I think Soraya is fucking awesome. I'm glad to see her back. Yeah, I I can really appreciate. The, the pop she gets. I mean, there's, you know, AW diehard, you know, people that they respect like good performers, like a Tony Storm, like a Thunder Rosa. Britt Baker gets a pop above and beyond everyone. And when that Soraya name came out and you saw her face, the pop was crazy. Mm-hmm. The following week in Philly, the pop was crazy. The pop tonight was crazy. She, you know, they did that one thing that I'm never really big on in pro wrestling. And I feel like, you know, that we, we didn't get this as kids, but like, She's accompanying the baby faces in the trios match, and she gets her own entrance. It's like, <laughs> but yeah, she got a crazy pop tonight. Yeah, but also right away, like she's actually because we, we said so we keep talk we talk about this every damn week because somebody comes in new every week. She might be top. You could probably 
you'll probably you could probably throw people in, but this is kind of go, oh, I'm going off my head. She's probably she's the biggest woman that they brought in. Period. Top maybe top three talents that actually have the recognition and the face value. Top three males too. I said you could probably correct me. I'm just trying. I'm yeah, going off of my I, head. Like I, I know in the last, in the last punk, year, punk, punk's number one. But we already know punk's number one. After that, Adam Cole, Brian Danielson. Uh, I'll give her four, but I can I can make an argument that as far as assigning what she'll add to the show, she she can add more what, what Adam Cole could because of her name value and a name and face value. She was a big deal before she got hurt. She really was. Yo, <laughs> that new season of <laughs> Dark Side of the Ring, that freaking meme of, you know, it, it was it, it was like a season of, of 10 episodes, but it wasn't real Dark Side. Dude, for the listeners at home, there was a Is that a the one you sent me the other day? The, I probably, yeah, the probably went season, over my head. The new season of Dark Side of the Ring, and it, I, I forget what the joke nickname was. It says something like, One Night at the Park. Or something, but the, uh, a triple threat at the park. I don't know, but it was it was Paige's triple threat was the title Yikes. on it. Yikes! Oh man, they are crazy on it. They really are. Web. But they didn't waste any time pointing out her trios record. I was like, you guys wasting no time, <laughs> none whatsoever. But yeah, I I do think like as far as like as a star, and as far as like. Somebody you can sell in a Imagine name. she had Brad three. Maddox as her, as her manager. Stop it. Stop. Oh, yeah, the Marks will love that. Cause, uh, Tony, you know, Tony Khan will do it. He's like, oh, man, they, they see, they, we seen them fucking. You fuck. might tune in. Like, we seen them fucking. Bring them in. The, 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 the fans will love in. it. They'll love it. All right. All right. So I think that's it as far as the weekly stuff. So uh, I don't have the things I picked up in my possession, but I did get the Macho Man, the NWO one. I did come in the mail. Great figure. I got to find a way to pose it. Um, I really, I really do enjoy it. I, I, my favorite head is this, the tongue out. I don't know yeah. why. It, it, yeah. Like everybody hates it. But it's like, I remember when I saw the, the mock, the, um, the proto shot image, I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Even, and then you get everybody's like, Oh, he never did that before. He did it one thing. Somebody found it and said, "Oh, he only did it one time." Like, but I love that that head sculpt. It's fucking amazing. I do. It just uh, doesn't seem like Macho Man to me, so I don't like it either. It do, it, it it doesn't, but it's like I, and they just put it with the with the um, alt mega powers. Did they? Two pack, yeah. Okay, so yeah, but but it's like I don't know, what, but I love it. Maybe when you get it in hand and put it on, it's like you know what? I do like this, but it doesn't match. But I do love it and. Um, also, um, what else did I come across? Um, no holes bar two pack, but that's going up. That's that's going to ship out tomorrow. Thank you. Can't uh, wait to have mine. Love uh, you the most. Uh, CM um, ice cream bar CM Punk did not ship yet, but it's in stock. Use that code at man to save ten percent off your My order. Tony Skivon did not ship. And oh, and I, of course I got I got my uh, my new gen ring. Still haven't un- unboxed. Still haven't put nothing together of it. And I I, I did recover my Macho Man. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, they were really nice about it. Real nice people. They, I never covered my macho that. man. So that, that that's all I that's all I got. They're not in my possession, but, but that's all but I got. That, you're moving that, right? That's not a hold. 
Well, I'm gonna have to sit on it now because you see everybody's basically giving them away at this point. So I'm gonna have to sit I, I, on it. Yep. Uh, so, kind of reverse order. I um, I'll be all over the place. So, my second Mancha Man came in the mail eight twenty this morning. Uh, I slid it out the defender box just to make sure, see which paint applicant was better. The first one I got is already fine, so I slipped it right back in. Posted it for a quick deal to see if anybody wanted it, but I, I'm gonna. If it don't sell by tomorrow, I'm gonna tuck that and the whole other new gen ring. I'm just gonna put that on to the side for a year and then just hope for the best. Um, I don't know, man. Every time I keep posting stuff, nothing's moving. But that's 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 neither here nor there. Um, other WWE pickups. Um, I did just I I did pre-order the most recent Legend set. Oh, I'm glad you said that. I'm sorry to cut you off. I found Farouk, but. I, I've been texting you guys about this. I don't know if I'm keeping them. I don't know if I want a set for myself. Did I you know, pre-order any of them? I didn't because they, they pop. They, they flood Target, so it's like yeah, I, yeah. I, at this point, it's like no need to to pre-order them. So I'll just wait till they I know pop you up in store. Used to I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I usually do, but I, I, I just stopped doing it. Like they, they flood Target at this point. Did you sell the APA ones I sold you a while ago? No, I still have them, and that's my dilemma because, like, when I think of like the acolytes, sure. it's like that's I think of them as APA. I don't think of them And you as, sold Viscera. I did. I don't, yeah. You I, sold Christian. Yeah, I'm not, I don't care about the Ministry of Darkness like that. So it's like, I, I do love everybody's um, group shots. I think they've been fantastic. Yeah. But, but it's like, my dilemma has been like, like, I do, like, I've seen like Metal, like Metal Driver and um, Squared Circle Photography, I believe the one who posted them. Yeah, and they look great. So many good shots. I, um, so my phone's not buying me while we're recording, but... This is what I don't know if you know off the top of your head. But what is this? Elite seventeen? Sixteen. 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 So is about to come. Shamrock, Michaels, AJ. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Who else? Dingo Warrior. All right. Really not. I I hate myself because I know I'm probably gonna get that whole set. <laughs> like I really honestly, the only thing I would want about the AJ figure like is cool. I would like it as an early TNA figure. That's how I'm gonna treat it. I'll probably put that Nitro shirt with somebody else. That set really sucks, in my opinion, in ways. Um, but it's it's cool in hindsight because, what, you said this is 16, so that's 17 coming. So Razor Ramon, Bobby Heenan, Sting was pulled. Who else was in there? Um, I know who it was. Uh, Greg Dammer Valentine. What? I think wasn't it? I don't remember. I, I think so. I think because Sting and Razor would have really carried that. But no offense, Greg was kind of pass was very passable. I, I think Greg was the, the third one there. It was only a three three person set. I'm pretty sure that's Legend Series eight, and if I'm correct, Legend Series seven was considered like that. Bad Blood Michaels. There was a taker, and it was basically a bunch of re-releases. There was a Jericho with the light-up jacket. That wasn't that wasn't a Legends. That was a a, a point five or something like that, or an, or a, it wasn't labeled Legends. It is. Is it? All the boxes have Legends on. Magnum. No, 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 no. I didn't talk about Michaels. Wasn't in that set, but I do know what you're talking about. Is that not the Bad Blood one? No, Michaels wasn't in that one, but I do know what you're talking about. 
It was a fl- it was a flashback elite set that got retroed. It was HBK and Taker, but that wasn't Dean the Legends. But it that Mag- bad, that Magnum TA one, I do know what you're talking about. That one is labeled Legends with the gold yeah. on it. I do know that. Okay. So either way, so it's crazy. So, but then you got the old school box of like the Legends where they did all those. So it's crazy that now these this modern day box of the Legends, we've got more of them than the ones from like when the Mattel line first picked up. And with the chases, now I think those were six six per, six figures per set. Now we're getting five per set when you factor in the chase. It's pretty cool when you really think about how, like this this line of legends. I'm I'm really happy overall with it. Um, it's hard to tell. I feel like there was another one I really liked recently, but this APA, I don't know. I, I don't know. I w- actually want to hear your thought. Did you get anything from this set? Just Molly. Well, I haven't found Molly yet. Like I said, I've only found Farouk. But I already know I'm okay. keeping a set of Acolytes to hold on to the cell down the road. But okay. I don't know if I want to set for myself because, like I said, like I don't think I need both, even though they're yeah, two yeah. different ones. Because like, the Acolytes to me are the, are the APA. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do want Molly, the, 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 mighty, the mighty Molly version. I do want that. That's all I, that's all I really yeah. want. I think... My two fancy book, and we're never gonna get the Hollies, Holly cousins, right? That, that uh, see, and that's the thing, cause like the, I see people with the chase. It's like, dude, like I don't even think we'll ever get both Holly, cause like, if I did, like they, if we did, I lose my mind for a crash. Do I just do I just have Austin in the like the the Milkomania pack stomping a mud hole in that one? <laughs> like, good God, like you know, because like it's like I would love a so crash. I don't have the chase, but I think I'm gonna get it. Which like, I, I hate myself. Yeah, because, like, because the thing with Molly Holly is. She was a hardcore champion as the chase. At, yeah. No, well, she was hardcore champion as Molly Molly. You're right. You're right. And That's then, why I keep you around. And then the thing, You're good on your feet. And the thing with her is, like, it's those. cardigan. <laughs> those gimmicks, they were, like, like, her Holly gimmick was only a year. And then the Mighty Molly gimmick was, like, maybe less than, was less than a year. So. Oh. Yeah, it was like six months because that's when like she, really? cause she turned, cause she joined um, Hurricane in August of '01. That's when they beat Matt Hardy for the European title. Um, and then like around she was still that until what? Probably just after Mania '18. Yeah, cause yeah, cause that's when she became a heel and beat Trish at King of the Ring. So she wasn't Mighty Molly for that long. Um, and then like I said the like I said like in like the, the attitude like, era like I feel like that's always I know such a side. We'll save this for another rant episode one day. But that's, like, what was so cool. Like, you have to, like, we love long-term story booking, but, like, that six-month Mighty Molly, six-month, and it's yeah. so memorable. Yeah, because it was amazing. Like, I can't wait to put them together. It was great. <laughs> uh, you said the thing on Instagram with the group. You said, I can't wait to do this. Yeah, it, it was so good. But, yeah, so it's like Molly Holly is like, it's like I really want to really crash so bad, but I don't think they're going to do it. And I don't want to have to chase that thing down, no pun intended. Oh, my God. They, so I was just trying to remember because I was like, I know they did another Hurricane recently. They did a long-haired Legends yeah, Elite. The, the ECW Which one. was like the basic. Yeah, the ECW There was one. no chase to that, right? Because there was no. a chase to his attitude. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, because yeah, I, I know I have the, the Legends one, and then I have the non-chase from the attitude era one. Uh, and I, 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 find, I do remember. I remember now. I also got the uh, the new Brock in Warrior Ultimates, and 
Pony Some Brock, nice Pony Brock, and um. How you like it? Well, the Pony Brock is the same except for the pony and those two belts. And the two belts, they come with his side plates on them. And I'm not sure if you remember the from the first Brock release how the Universal Title belt was different. Like it was a different, a little, it was sized a little differently. And the like, the red was like more accurate. It wasn't like a yeah. bright red. It, it was more of a burgundy. Even went around his waist. I think it was the first one to go around his waist. It, it did go around his. It it, it it it. You gotta work to get it around there, but it got there. And um, this one's good too. So like those, the, so the, the world title, the WWE title, and Universal title belts. It's the best Universal title belt because it's not like bright blue either. And the WWE mm-hmm. title belt is is nicely crafted as well. Um, and they have a side plate on them. Good good figure. Really, it really yeah, is. I nice. can't wait to get those. And then the Warrior. I had to post in the in the in the major group because like I don't remember him wearing like these tassels or this over shirt, this over thing over him. So I'm like, when did he wear this? And I've seen this match before. Like, when did he wear this? And then the defining moments one didn't come with that. And then people say, oh no, he wore it in like the in the pre match interview, and then like it fell off during his entrance. Like, oh, okay, well that explains it. That's crazy. That 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 explained it. So real like, quick, we we sidelined real quick. I know you were jumping in through that, but um. So we went over Molly, we went over the APA. So your thoughts. I know you're I know a lot of people are bigger on the first one night stand, not the second. This Rey Mysterio, Legends, does nothing for you? Um, it's a good figure. I like the attire, but like you know, I, like I, I don't need a bunch of rays. And um yeah. like and like my, my ray is WCW Ray. And that's the one that, those are the only rays that I have. But, but it this is, is a WWE nice. Ray, technically. Oh no! It, it is. It's a yeah. I know it is, but, but it's like I don't need. But I, it. I just love the back of the mask. Says ECW is. Oh, does it? it I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I haven't seen it lose. I feel like nobody's commenting on that. Like Myers and Cardona when they were just on that. Oh, I don't think I need. It, I don't think I need. It. I'm like, no, you guys haven't touched this because I'm looking at the gear and I'm like, wait a minute, world title. It's not the baggy pants. This is one night stand. I'm like, am I ex freedoming it because? nobody's pointing this out. I was like, I know that's the one night stand. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, world title, that's gotta be. I was like, he had ECW on the back of the mask. And I'm like, they're going to forget it. And then I saw a picture like two months ago. I'm like, whoa, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. And then, um, yeah, so I love that figure. It's really good. Yeah, like, I've seen was, it in like, person. In a review because it has kind of the basic style, big gold, where it's, it's dull. Yeah, but- they they made a lot of the belts dull because even a tag belt is not as shiny as the uh, as it usually is. But like, the APA belts in the same set, whoosh, mm-hmm. they're bright. Yeah, but, the, but you can tell that they're not as bright as they used to be. No, these APA ones, they're... I've seen it in the, the box. Like really? I'll have to compare. Because like when I saw it in I the box... It, I have them loose. Oh, you do? Really? Okay. I opened everything besides Molly. Um, they're bright. If you, if you, I don't know if you have the Yokozuna from the Hall of Fame. Like, those gold are team gold. These are bright. This is like... Is it, for belt collectors, Dan would pop for this, but like the Fandu gold replica, you can you can get the the world tag in a couple. There's a, a double gold. That one is the one prep and I got is the two tone. That one's real teamed. Okay, because either way, the Ray, the Ray's a great figure. I'd arguably say the the Ray's the best figure in the set because obviously you can't. I I think it's a cop hat. You can't say the acolytes. You got to pick one or the other. And I, this Ray's awesome. Yeah, you got yeah. a WWE figure. Of a guy with the ECW mask and he's got the WCW big gold. It, it's awesome. Yeah, because if I had to pick up the best figure from the set, like 
Would I pick Ray or would I pick Molly? I think I, I might go with Molly, but Ray will be second. But I, I don't need it. I don't. Because like I said, I got the other two. And like it kind of favors, it's not the same, but it kind of favors the Starcade attire. The one that I have. But um, It's so, like 10 years after that Starcade. I know, but I'm, I'm good. I'm good. But, and like you said about the dull look to the world title, I don't hate it. I actually don't hate it. Man, we're giving this a long segment about pickups. All right, let me see. You got any other pickups? I got a couple more run through. Uh, no, that's it. All right, so running through the WWE because I got the Legends in. Um, I recently just got a double. I may have said this last week because I can't or the last time we were in there. We missed a week or two. So I did get a double of the Proud and Powerful MJF Chase because the one I had was mint and I saw it for a good price. So I plan on having that loose. That'll look good with the uh, unmatched Santana and Ortiz. Um, I find oh my, I've had the Xbox Legends. I finally just opened that. Oh really? I was a little annoyed that Xbox has a rubber shirt and everyone else has a fabric. You yeah, the game the so, jacket though. Yeah, yeah, and it looks good. It's a whole new rubber one because it's the the new style where it buckles in the back, not the side. Uh-huh. But that's definitely I got two of them, and one was mint. So if I see another one, I might buy another one just to uh, have it pose without the gear, especially if that thing drops on sale. If I see it for six bucks, like Road Dog, that's mint. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad you said that. So the Raw is War Ring. <clears throat> the ring oh, size real quick before one. we get to that i'm gonna wrap up pickups because i knew that'd be a hot topic latest thing this also just came in the mail Ugh. target exclusive i had to get it just because it's target exclusive i wish the darby came first because i pre-ordered one for me and biggie dan uh but this is the sammy guevara um he holds the same title as cody as they're both three-time tnt champions um but it's not as much as a recent pickup, but just due to current events, <laughs> I feel like AEW Unrivaled Series 9, my boy Andrade, Manuel, as you want to call him, I finally got to pop this open. I was going to wait to open this with his uh, ringside NXT Elite, but I figure since Tony, who's normally always on my good side, he wants to act like a ding-dong tonight. I finally got to open this. I think this means, yeah, outside of the Hager. No, Hager and Wardlow because they're both. Um, is is that the Adam Cole set? I, what's that? Is that the set with Adam Cole or no? No, no, no. no. That is 11. This is 9. Okay. I've opened half of this set. I've opened the Miro, the Britt Baker. Uh, I got the Britt Baker common. I got the Taz common. Um I was waiting, like I said, I was waiting to open this. I was going to do it with the NXT Elite that I never opened that I've had for two or three years. Um, but I'm leaving all the blood and guts figs. Um, I'm going to leave them all sealed until I have all ten. But cool to have. Who knows with recent events, this might be our only Andrade. We got, <laughs> Actually, I think he's slated with his manager for, like, Unrivaled 15. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But, um, yeah. Uh, rumor is more AEW backstage brawling. He ran up on Sammy because Sammy wants to be a little uh, Twitter dyke, <laughs> act all all silly. So um, yeah, unrivaled 
Series 9, Andrade. It's finally loose. Pinstripe suit. Things dope. Glad I got in the set. My unrivaled stash, or my AW Jazzer stash, is bumping. <laughs> All right, now let's get to this ringside exclusive. Yeah, okay, so AA Freedom. Um, for, for anybody with OCD like me, um, that cane is a SummerSlam debut. That attire debuted at SummerSlam 99. And it matches the X-Pac, because X-Pac wore the red DX gear when he teamed with Kane. Yeah, it, it, he wore that gear when he teamed with Kane. That's why I was pissed. I'm like, why didn't you give him the other red and black gear that he wore throughout 98? The, um, the, the, the one his basic gear is in. Wait, oh, X-Pac. Yeah, because I was saying, like, if you're going to yeah. red and black gear, why don't you give him that one? You gave him this DX99 gear when he teamed with Kane. I think they've had this Xbox in the funnel for so long. This cane just kind of came out of nowhere. I yeah. think this cane's—they're hot. They hot shot at this cane. Yeah. So I don't need this cane. I don't need it, and I'm not going. I'm not going to have FOMO about it. Everybody's pictures look nice because, like that—that that attire is like, it's not irrelevant, but it doesn't have longevity like the original one. Because even when he came back in May of 2000, he went back to his original cane outfit. He didn't come back in that. And then not too long after, the, not too long wait, after, wait, wait. when he came back, wasn't it the colors flipped, or are you just saying because it because of like the the mesh? Well, in '99, in late '99, he um he like I said he he wore that the new ringside exclusive attire. He wore that for the rest of '99. He would flip flop, but he wore that majority of rest of '99 going up to WrestleMania 2000. And now when he came back from WrestleMania 2000, he came back in his original Kane attire. And then now, he, and then he, sw- and then in July, in August, talking Ju- like I'm five for a minute, because so there is the WrestleMania Heritage 2011. That that is this attire. Okay, okay, okay. And yeah. then and then in now this one's just because of us being an ultimate. This is done a little better now. I got to go pull mine out to stash. I haven't looked at it in a while, but um, like I know the big selling point that they're all pointing about the ultimate is that like the the body mold is different where you can see the mesh spots, I guess. Probably, better. probably, yeah. Okay. So, like, I guess the way I look at Kane's gear, and you may know it way better than me, I look at it as, oh. Now, I always forget. Now, again, when he had the two long sleeves, was that just Undertaker, or did he do that, too? See, I don't have the answer to that. Okay. So, I always look at it like there was Kane predominantly red with the top layer black then you're saying it was 99 but i associate with mania 20 just due to the elite that's six seven years old now wrestlemania around 2000 it flip-flops predominantly black top layer red then you fast forward to oh one and he's got the tank top yeah on. now he wore that he debuted that at it's either the SmackDown before SummerSlam 2000 or at SummerSlam 2000. And for the figure guys, we'll call that the hardcore title ringside exclusive. Yes. Okay. So we're really just saying there it's those three gears. So you're just saying you look at it as debut gear, ringside, and then this is uh, in the middle. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's so irrelevant. To me, okay. Because even though Who he, he faced at WrestleMania 2000, he, it, it was a tag match. He teamed with Rikishi to take on Road Dogg and X Pac. 
irrelevant. Uh, I guess for the straps and no, no, t- not title. It was just, WrestleMania uh, 2000. Not good. <laughs> it's not good. Was it a stretcher match? Why the hell is he coming with a stretcher in the figure? No clue. It wasn't a stretcher. It was just a, it was a tag match. That's Dude, what a wow. plain tag match. And even though he wore that, he was still going back to his regular red and black attire too. But he, he was he would flip flop back and forth. I don't remember the flip-flop, but you would know better. Yeah, and then the Survivor Series figure that he had a few years ago, he only wore that that one time. Was that Invasion? Yeah, no, that, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, one, he, so, oh, one, sorry, he only wore that one time. And just that, was, that night? Yeah, just that night. Makes sense. Yeah, so I don't need this. <laughs> um, so... This is my rant. I've been almost saving for it, and it's funny. This thing, this 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 release isn't even you know a, a week, a week that it's been noted. I just pre-ordered two. I'm not even gonna get into how many, but I pre-ordered a new generation arena. I get the business, the toy business. They're making a new one. It's less than half the price. You only get one elite. You don't get the stage. Hundred forty bucks. I, I don't think I don't think I'm gonna get it. Um, thing ships I think in the spring. Mm-hmm. I, I think like, I, this I think it's in February. So in my head I was like it, it may have. In my head I was like all right you know what if there's a Black Friday deal maybe I get it but it's a pre-order so I don't think it's gonna get better. Um, and it's a big price drop a big price drop goal. I've seen a lot of stuff in my figure collecting years drop in price. If this is one of those ringside things that goes in stock and drops, if this thing was $99.99, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. But I already have the Wicked Cool Toys ring. I already have the fix-ups. I already have the Rollers War ring skirt. I already have the tighter tension ropes that are tighter than the ones that Kelmore in the new gen arena. I already have WrestleMania 20 Elite. I know so many people are obsessed with Ultimates, and Ultimates are so much better than Elites. I still think Elites freaking rock. So I, I don't need this either. I'm going to skip this. And if there's a, if there is a crowdfundme for a Attitude Era Raw stage, I will buy the stage, and it will go with my Wicked Cool Toy set. And my Legends X-Pac will pose with... Uh, my WrestleMania tw- uh, 2000 Heritage King. <laughs> there you go. All right, you got anything else for me, buddy? Nope, nothing at all. All right. Uh, his W. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I should purchase WWE one yet. I, I thought about it. Which one? The yellow. Yeah, the yellow. That's the only one I have. Well, you're not going to buy this. I'm not. Those, no, yeah, by, yeah. by the way, that that new Adam Cole figure is awful. Yeah, it's bad. I, I've seen reviews; it's terrible. Oh, I, I've actually heard, seen some people saying they like it, but so again, I'm, you know, it's so funny because I know a lot of people that say like, oh, they don't like soft goods because it makes them like dolls. Like, I hate rubber goods because of the no posability to it. So I'm, I'm a soft goods guy. Um, I'm more of an AW fan, so I like the Jazzwares, but Mattel's undefeated, you know. I keep trying to tell myself how I want to just sell all my WWE stuff, but the the Mattel figures are better. Mm-hmm. Um, that yellow Elite is better than this. I mean, this is a more updated scan. Yeah, that yellow one is, is awesome. It's, 
trying to think if it's two or three. I I have every figure of his. Well, he only has two elites. And three basics. Okay. And I have them. Because the first one was an NXT build build to something. So yeah, uh, yeah. Uh... The second one was a battle pack with Zelina. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think we'd ever get another Zelina in ring gear set. But we ended up getting her, the elite. Mm-hmm. Did you buy? Yeah, I'm guessing you. I think you skipped that because you were holding out for elite, and you ended up being right. Yeah, you don't have that one. No, no. Um, and then I was gonna make my goal was to make a AEW custom, but I sat on it for so long. I bought a ringside last winter. Um, his WrestleMania Heritage basic for four dollars. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I don't know. I might still do something with that for a customized, but. I have his three basics. I have the NXT Elite. I have the yellow one from, you could call it, pre-COVID and, and the lockdown. And then now I have his maybe only unrivaled. <laughs> but I hope I see my man on uh, television next week. Oh, and like the crowd said, before we wrap it up tonight, like the crowd said tonight, fuck you, Sammy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so... You guys got you guys got that. All right, so that's it for the show. We'll see you guys soon. For X2 Fly, Eric Trimbicki, I'm Alo Aaron Lloyd, and we'll see you guys soon. Talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they hop on the top rope by the land with this elbow. Got them now, put them down right now. Hit them with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist the Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my ball. Shut the Vince McMahon, it ain't safe to land. Off the cell, fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.